Welcome to a very special edition of the Synaptic Radio Podcast. I'm Randy Brown. You are... Joey from Rock Strikes 10. You are... I am Logan from Everybody Else's Show. And we're going to be talking about the Hall of Fame. Indifference. Tumbleweed. There we go. uh, (laughs) We're going to be flying by the seat of our pants on this. I'm not going to lie. I'm supposed to steer this thing, but... We're going to see how it goes. It is going to be, this is the first of two parts, so get ready because there's going to be some fun. We're going to chat about who we think needs to go in from this new batch, who uh, we think has been snubbed and needs to go in, period. And playing the part of Jan Winter today will be Randy Brown with his double amount of picks. Yes. Yes. I, it's my show. It's mine. And uh, who's Jan I gave, I who's Jan Winter? Oh, for the love of... See, it's already starting, kids. I think he runs Spin Magazine. It's already... Is that right? Yeah. Really? Really? He's already said Rolling Stone. Is it Rolling Stone or is it Spin? He's always... the Gucci? No. Gucci on his Spin... Okay, see, I've already got him going now. He's not there anymore, though, right? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. Who reads Spin? Joey does. They don't... It's not Spin anymore. Spin Magazine... Is it not? Spin Magazine doesn't exist anymore. See? Exactly, going along with my question, who reads Spin? There you go. I pick it up every one, now and then, when I was younger. Yeah. But you know but you know what Spin doesn't have? Music. A Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. A Hall of Fame, like we're going to talk about today. Yeah. That's it, see there? Okay. Already steering us back. Good, good. good. Back nice on course. So. Which part are we going to do first, the nominees? For what are we going to talk Well, we're going to talk about some of the nominees and see, uh, see what we think about... This first batch here. Let's see. From the Price Waterhouse of the... Uh, <laughs> exactly. And the nominees are... The nominees We are, don't have to do all of them, do we? Yeah. Well, we're gonna, well between the two shows, There's we're going to go through There's only 19. What are you talking oh. about? So it's, why isn't Paul Hardcastle in there? That's a great question, Joey. Wow. That was an obscure thing <laughs> that, to throw in. Is that a reference? <laughs> if you caught the, well, if you're a listener of the Synaptic Radio, I should hope that you caught that. Uh, all seven of you out there. So uh, we're going to start this off. Let's see. Jay Giles Band. In or out? Out. In. Out. You guys are wrong. Oh. Uh, my, Two out of three is... It's my show, my vote. Correct. Well, then why isn't Meatloaf in then? <laughs> Two out of why, three. Why, why, why does Jay Giles go in? Because, <laughs> Pete, Pete, uh, well, first of all, great band. They, they get the bar band, you know, thing. But as far as, like live entity just as a live band alone they deserve to go in they also have hit singles plus peter wolf is probably one of the greatest front men of all time and they throw down bands that bands that they they do those stadium shows occasionally with like aerosmith and people Foo uh-huh. fighters yeah and they steal they steal the show from those people like they okay. are that good life still to this day peter wolf held the talent jay giles great band leader and they have more hit singles than a lot of other people that are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so I can justify it under that uh, thing as well. But we know that hit singles don't really matter in the Hall of Fame. They don't, but your you can musical use them merit, as an argument. Your you musical merit is what really, really is what's the Hall of Fame all, well, I would put, all about. Who's Jay Giles' influence? In my hall, like, who's influenced by Jay Giles, would you say? Exactly. Well, what did they what did they do to further music? Well, unfortunately, people don't play that kind of rock and roll. No, but I mean, if like, they do, they're in their line of obscurity. Is that unfortunate? I think so. I do. Hmm. Who would they be though? Who would they be? Who would the influence? Who who was who says you know what? I really like Jay Giles' band. So I mean, like, who would be influenced by Jay Giles? 
Huey uh, Lewis in the news? Sadly, nobody that... Well, they're sort of kind of contemporaries in okay. a sense. They kind of started at the same time. Well, I'm just thinking about been around a little longer. Thing. That's funny. Actually, you bring up Huey Lewis because he prior, be he prior be. we were talking about this and you said Huey Lewis and in my mind I said no. No, I, th- I think Huey Lewis is a home. I like him. I dig, hey man, I dig some I Huey. No, I have no problem with him. I dig some Huey. But, you know, no. I don't think... Uh, no. No, Hall of Fame. No. No. I need to start my own. But that's a whole start other your, Start your start own Hall of, Fame. Hall of Fame? Yeah. yeah. With, with hookers and, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's... I think <laughs> you're... Fire I think trucks. Yeah, 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 exactly. I think we can already see who the is in the Hall of Fame here. Cocaine. Uh, yeah. In yeah. your... Uh, the illustrious Rock Strikes Tim. Yeah. Uh, Kiss has an entire wall. Two get a lot. Legit Plus. Hall of Famers, too, by the way. I will, I will put that in there. So, I get to win a lot of arguments now saying, yes, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Why are they in the Hall of Fame? You know, because you can only pick one guy, Tom Morello, went to bat for him. That's a fact. Okay, why are they in the Hall of Fame? Why are they deserving to be in the Hall of Fame? Well, they why said, was Kiss deserving to be in the Hall of Fame? Gosh, they what were, is this, a be, job interview for crying out loud? Because they were, they took the... Yes! Yes. No. They're not going in. They've already been in. Oh, who? Kiss. The who is in too, I'm sure. Oh, who? 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 Be a lot of editing on my now we're just here. falling off the rails. <laughs> we are falling off cool. the rails. And, get to get him. and it took like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Anytime Hold Logan on. gets back at us, we can just wrestling him to death. Um, a kiss, kiss sold over a hundred million albums. So if you care no about criteria. sales, okay, it's not your criteria. Kiss took what the Beatles did and and made it even grander and bigger and not part of the criteria. Uh, every they had every everybody knew. Every member of the band, I think that's important. There's a lot of not, bands that can't say that. Right. Not part of the crime. Right. Um, they inf- oh, they influenced everybody from Garth Brooks to Anthrax. Can we do that at least? Uh, I'm, um, I'm, and, I'm, and Nirvana, I'm give, bands like that. I'm going to give and your Melvins Kiss hmm. the entire. Even though that I partially like their music and I have some of their records. I'm a fan. I think I'm I think fan. their influence is undeniable all across the board. Whether okay. whether you are. Like you said, a Garth Brooks, yawn, or a Melvin's, hail, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. And who I can mean, say that about their band? I don't think there's, there's very few bands that could probably brag that. There's probably, yeah, there's probably very few, but you know, who got us off on Kiss anyway? I don't even know. I actually did Joe. this time. I, oh, I, I think it was me. Yeah. Was it you? Bad yeah. Randy. Bad. All right, let's see who's next. Pearl Jam. Yes or no? I say no on certain principles. If they're starting to put the, quote, alternative slash grunge bands in, I'm not talking about just strictly college rock, but the bands of the early late 80s into the early 90s era, okay, they've already put Nirvana in, and they're Dumb. apparently going to put Pearl Jam in. Dumb. But I, I think there are better bands from that era that are just as influential. They just don't have that cool Grateful Dead factor that Rolling Stone likes so much. When bands like the Smashing Pumpkins and Blur and Soundgarden, and if they're not going in before Pearl Jam, bullshit. Hmm. They don't go in now. I was a no already, but I mean, you know, I don't, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on saying the fence. no, but you know I'm what? On the fence like, for Pearl Jam. if you want to give them like five, five years, seven years, let's give them ten years, uh-huh. because there are other people in line that we yeah. need to put in before Pearl Jam. I like Pearl Jam. I think they're a dynamic live band. I think they they have great taste in music too. I, I think they and they also influenced, even though sure. most of it was probably crap. Yeah, the post grunge era. They can go in that they, but they just have to wait 
another ten to twelve years. And if in, they did in, that, in my honest opinion, if they did that, I wouldn't complain. This is their first first time. Oh, yeah, their ballot, first. Right? Yeah, first. This is yeah. the first. They can wait. Yeah. yeah, I'm like I said, I'm on the fence about them. I mean, I like Pearl Jam. Right. I don't necessarily know that they belong Hall of Fame first At year, all? first ballot. Yeah, maybe, maybe like you know, a few years down the road when there's some like more deserving people going in, right? And it's kind of like, oh yeah, See, by the way, Pearl Jam. That, that's what it, yeah, yeah, that's where I met with. By the way, how about, how about the, Pearl Jam? Last one for this segment, Joan Baez. Nope, nope, nope. I met her. She was nice. I bet she's a. I took my mom to see her in '93. Hey, is Joni Mitchell in? Yeah, I think Joni. I think Joni Mitchell. Well, maybe we should put Joan in. No, boring. Who doesn't fast forward her part on Woodstock? Everybody does. <laughs> Trust me on this. I'm just saying. The only the only thing I like about her is the bands that have covered her, and that pretty much boils down to my knowledge being Whoa. Zeppelin and Priest. Right. I'm still that a no. I'm, I'm still a no. Be, a priest but, for me. But I think that she she did have something to contribute to the landscape, especially the the '60s with Dylan and all with that. Dylan the the yeah. acoustic, you know, sort of the feminism. You know, made made a lot of people feel really good about what they were doing, and that's sure. great. But um, yeah, all, all all together, I'm just you know. And even Joni Mitchell bores me, but I can't say she shouldn't go in, especially due to her guitar work. Well, if she's already in, then sure, yeah. But I'm just, that that's the criteria I mean, we're looking at here. I I, I would think though, if Joni's in, then about Judy Collins Joan. or uh, Rita Coolidge or something. Or, no, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. How about Marilyn McCoo? No. Really? Marilyn McCoo? Well, I Maybe know. in the Solid Gold Hall of Fame. He went Rita Coolidge. That's true. That's true. All right. Listen, man. Pretty fun little... guess this is how this show's going to go. <laughs> you asked for it. I guess I did. Round one in the books. Round one in the books. Logan, who do you want to put in? Can we, can we also say that... Who's been snubbed that you want to go in? Can we also say in advance that these are people that are not currently nominated for this year? Right. And right. have oh, basically just is been that what snub- this is? Yeah, yeah. My, my snub list. Yeah, yeah. Who, this, is, who? this is not who you're putting in this. And it doesn't even have, doesn't necessarily even have to be off the snub list. It's who do you think is deserving that should go? Oh, in? I wrote them down. Should oh. go in. Um, going in. I put I put Motorhead as my first. Motorhead yeah. as your first. I had them. I had them down for. Oh, I get to use another one. I do get to yeah. use another one. I wrote ten, so it's you know. So tell us, you've got one song to pick for Motorhead to convince people that they belong in the Hall of Fame. What song are we playing? Uh, this is where the pressure's on, people. Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Has that been played on here? Doesn't It doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter. It doesn't matter. It's, this is a free-for-all. And it's not Just like Ted Ace That means you're a real no, fan. No, no. So. Yeah. <laughs> Iron F- I heard Iron Fist. Although, had you picked Ace of Spades, nobody could... Could argue what with you that. judge me? No, no, nobody no. can judge you for that. Nobody's no, I mean, argue but that. you know, Ace of Spades would be the go-to. But yeah. I, I think for people have the you know might have. There's no wrong answer, yeah. right? Yeah. There's so, no judgment here. So there you go. No, I think you've already heard Ace of Spades. So probably you may have heard already heard Iron but Fist. But other people that don't know Motorhead going, who's Motorhead? Why are they going into the Hall of Fame? And right. they've influenced at least one band that's already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, the Mighty Met. Yeah, Metallica. Only exactly. One? I I think currently, honest. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I, maybe Green oh, Day can make that argument. I would. Say They're probably decent fans. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I saw uh, Mike Dirt wearing a Motorhead shirt the other Very day. Good. Sure, but I mean, hey. Miley Cyrus needs to know. Yeah, Jenner. Yeah, she won one too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I kind of believe Mike that those guys, whether you like them or not, they got great taste in music too. Yeah, so. they shouldn't have gone in. That's they should not have. Been. They I, I would say wait on them too, and I'm a, guess, fa- I'm a fan, and I say wait. They should. They they. they were, well, and they. Sco- I hate this goes back. This goes you back to Metallica. I do not I, like Green Metallica Day. should not be in right now either. For for all intents and oh, purposes. Oh no, no, I disagree. I no, no, I no, gotta no. I gotta disagree on that, and we're we're gonna get to that topic a little later. Okay. So y'all have something to look forward to. I'm looking at the mic, like y'all can tell that. Right. I'm talking to you guys uh, <laughs> out there. So off of the so, the self the title track off of Iron Fist. So the title track from Iron Fist. This is Motorhead to convince you of their Hall of Fame worthiness right here on the Synaptic Radio. From Motorhead, convinced me. It's great. Hall of Fame. Good because stuff. I didn't already want them in. Should have been in a long time ago. Yeah, should have. Should have. It's sad that Lemmy's going to go in posthumously whenever yeah. he finally does. And that's yeah. what I think is horrible about this. Yeah. We can't even give Lemmy and Motorhead their due in a year whenever he died. 
Yeah. They'll give it the, That's true. They'll give it to, you know... Whitney Houston will probably go in before Motorhead. That's the sad and that, reality. But, and, but you know what? I'm shocked that Whitney Houston's not yeah, in. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, but at the same time... There's that. But do the right thing, Dave Grohl. Put them in. Yeah. Exactly. Well, okay. You've there already contributed you've already with that over the years. Right. So. You've brought that up now already. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of pull does that man have? Exactly. Well, I mean, that, ha- that makes me... <laughs> we're, then I, I bring up Bad Brains. Yeah. The definitely bad gro- brains. Do they go in? No. Nomination. No? no, you don't think bad brains go? No, huh? I disagree. Joey, I disagree. I disagree too. I think bad brains should go. I think they did it something that no band has ever done. I mean, there might be a few that did it. I mean, like once again, like the, the Jay Giles argument that I was making. I can't pinpoint a bunch of bands that did this, and even bands that were fans of Bad Brains that followed them. You don't necessarily always hear their influence. But the whole idea of taking uh, punk rock, still very much in an infancy, uh, whatever college rock was becoming, plus reggae, and just like have all that in a freaking blender, like people saw, it's kind of like the Velvet Underground factor. They didn't sell a whole lot of records, especially when they came out of the gate, but anybody who went to go paid a ticket to see that band and picked up their record, especially in that area, in the D.C. area, every one of those guys started bands. Or got yep. into a band. True. Like, yep. Rollins was like, I was, you know, shitting away. As, at, as at, the at, legend at, goes, yeah. Yeah, he was like, I was working at a freaking ice cream store, and I went to go see Bad Brains, and HR knocked me on my ass. And Who was, said that? Yeah, Rollins. Is he in? No. No, he's not. See, I'm offended that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just now looking oh. towards bands like... That's where we're, we're about to get to that point. Like, like oh, oh should I... Oh, that's fine. Should I steer? That's right. That's right. I was or, basically done with this story, but okay. yeah, like and I'm, I'm, people, I'm the sorry. Ones, people that saw that band started bands. Same yes, thing with Velvet Underground, and, people, and a lot of those bands are in. Obviously, they, they, yeah. and, and that's the thing is they were highly influential. Yeah, extremely influential. I mean, you you can you could maybe pull you know a couple a couple bands here and there that would be part of that big punk rock slash reggae slash jazz slash crazy hardcore movement yeah but they kick off that and DC yes they movement are if they go yes in. they are correct yeah. but i still think that we need to put somebody else in before them yeah i understand i understand your but, main idea this has been your main idea for the whole week i, I get right. that and a lot of my picks are that i'm also so. like, like going back to what i was saying i'm just offended that the rock and roll hall of fame while they just turned their nose up at the at the alley behind their their, their nice offices. big pristine yeah. <laughs> rocking you know Rolling Stone office, uh-huh. and when they saw the Bad Brains out there in 1981, oh yeah, they didn't give a shit, and they were just like, eh, just dump the shit on them. Nobody will care, and now they want to give like some big prestigious award to them well, I mean, uh, to right. make them feel like they're included they, hey, now. They, this, this is, is a magazine that gave bad and slammed bands like Sabbath and Zeppelin, Zeppelin. when they first exactly. came out. That was my exact point. And, and, and then like and you know, now, 15 and years now, later they put them on the cover and say they were the yeah. greatest thing around exactly. at that time. Okay, you have still have the same guys running the place. This isn't a new regime. Right. So what 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 happened? What changed your mind? Changed my mind. I'm, no, talking, I'm not the one well, that's changed. Okay, here's what changed their mind, and you already brought it up, and this was something I was going to bring up, was, is this where, are we seeing the Dave Grohl factor coming into play now? Because that guy's got a lot of stroke with sure. the Hall of Fame. And yeah. now he's a member, and he's going to be a second-time member, first ballot Foo Fighters in oh, 2020. Yeah. Easily. 
So, oh, yeah. and rightfully so, honestly. So, I mean, he's got a lot of stroke, and I think we're going to get to see a lot of bands. True. That just like just like how uh, Deep Purple made it in last year, a la Lars. Oh yeah. You know, with yeah. Metallica having the stroke yeah. that they have. You yeah. brought up earlier. You didn't think they should be in. I think they should be in. They should. And because of them, we're going to get to see some some more integration. They're going to get more and more full. And UFO will never make it. Joey, I know and, Joey never and make Trunk it. will be excited. I know UFO they'll. I, I know UFO will never make it because they never sold records here. But you know, British Hall of Fame, Classic I'm, Rock Magazine Hall of Fame, UFO or King. I'm just know. severely right. disappointed in this entire process. I, you know, I used to kind of be okay with it, but now it really just it really irks me now that we have to put in the sons of. To get recognition to the godfathers of a certain... I mean, because, you know, like on this list is flipping Depeche Mode. Uh-huh. And Depeche Mode will get in, and then they'll get a, their ballots, and all three of them will get their votes and try to put in Kraftwerk, who will get passed up again for the fourth time. Well, on this you're just one. skipping well, around on playing, things we're supposed playing to the, talk about. Okay, well, I'm, you know... <laughs> the, the, on the other side of the coin, but uh, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go with that. I'm just saying, we'll go with that. I, 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 I think it's, I think it's sad that, that we have to let in Son of Godzilla before we get Godzilla in there. I, I, you know? I, dig, okay. it. I dig it, man. I dig you know? It. Okay. So, um, all right. So, Depeche Mode. Do they go? No. Joey. Not now, but I, I'm not against it. Well, I'm, I'm and I'm not saying. I'm, are we saying no forever? This year no, or? no, no. Just this year. Okay. They, okay. It's only no. just for this then year. No. Yeah. Then for no. this year, no. Because I got year. a way better pick than either Depeche Mode or Kraftwerk. If you're talking really? that kind of music. Really. If you're talking about that kind, if you're talking about that kind of music, I mean, what yeah. does that mean? Well, you know, I'm just, I'm just what is what is folding your arms and and going? You can't in, tell, but I've got Joey a better. Oh, I'm, proud of, I'm proud of. I'm. Is this super a snub? Do we? Well, go I to, say, we... I, I say, I say no to Depeche Mode. They do not go in until Kraftwerk does. Yeah, oh, they don't go in until Kraft, and they don't go in until Bauhaus does either. Ooh. Ooh. Amen. Ooh. Well, I'll package. We can. We'll, we'll go. We'll go back. We'll I'll go package. Back. Okay. It's all a discussion. It, There's just so many things that tie into so many different topics on this. I know. It's just going to get wheels off. and it's It yeah. already... And yeah, it's pretty good. I think so. Yeah. I think so. All right. Second song of this set. Joey, who is your pick? Well, I just... I might as well go with this one since I just teased it. So, who I think... He teased it. What? Teased it, kids. What? Who goes in? Is this a prop? Very good Devo. one. Devo. Yes. Very good one. Yes. Not before Kraftwerk. Super duper innovative. Yes. yes. They, and they I think, no, actually, you know what? I think it's alongside Kraftwerk. Alongside. Thank you. It's a, a band that took... Ex- yeah. I mean, obviously, Kraftwerk was an entity slightly prior to Devo. Right. But Devo innovated galaxies beyond... I can't believe that. Joey has props. props. Joey like, has props, like, by the way. He's got a freedom of choice. I'm like Letterman. I'm like Letterman. <laughs> he's, showing, he's, he's showing y'all... He's wearing, his, he's wearing a freedom of choice. And I've got no, new traditionalists in Duty Now for the future, but that's kind hat? of an iconic photo. I just, yeah. I've got all those. I've even got the new one on No, do you have the hat? I don't have the hat, no. I've still no. never seen him. I've still never seen I Devo. Never just, and you I know never what? Either. I'm, I, I don't want to. I don't even know if I want to try to see him now. Do I? Uh, evidently, from what I understand, no, they, they still they down. Yeah. still incredible. Yeah. Lot. Really? Yeah, Mark still goes I mean, into the crowd. And the whole because how many guys are left? A in decent the amount, like three. Yeah, I mean, three out of five. Well, three out of Bob five? two just died, yeah. but uh, yeah, sixty percent's fine. Sure, yeah. 
mean, when it gets down to like it's the original bassist. Yeah, no, no, no. no. You know, I mean, you're just yeah. like, you know, hey, hey, guys, Billy still has the band going. But, oh, cool. But like, like, Mark has his son carry on, carry on the name of Diva. Yeah, but exactly. they, they took, but they took, you know, obviously the synth element of what right. Kraftwerk brought in the European sound. And first of all, they also started off as a video only band. Like, wow. Like nobody was, nobody even thought of. I mean, they were doing videos. I know, I know, I don't need to convince you guys. I'm just. I can, agree, to I can totally people. agree with Devo. Absolutely, totally agree yeah. with Devo. One hundred percent, Devolution, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And they are in the top ten, in my opinion, easily top ten most snub bands currently right now. They were uh, on my list number seven. Nice, but nice. they're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so, what song convinces? People that they belong in the Hall of Fame. What one song? Mm. Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm probably gonna go with the slightly la- um, latter, not by their classic standards. It's actually the title track on that album. I get inspired every time I hear "Freedom of Choice," so that's the one I would play. And you could play older stuff that sounds really cool and, and neat, like like "Smart Patrol" and "Uncontrollable Urge." Right. Right. Freedom of choice is, is an anthem for me. Are you are y'all going with my my whole thing where I love title tracks and opening oh, tracks yeah. of records? Do you? Because that's just two, yeah, two in a row. Two title tracks. Oh in yeah, a row. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. All right, right here on the Synaptic Radio, freedom of choice to make you decide whether or not Devo is Hall of Fame worthy. Right here on the Synaptic Radio.
there you go. You convinced me. The title track from Freedom of Choice <laughs> by Devo. But, like, because more, I, right? Yeah, I believe so. Because I needed convincing after I had already said, <laughs> yes, you know, Devo actually has one of my top ten favorite songs of all time. Well, which one is that? Oh, it's their most popular. Oh, Whip It? Whip It. Never skip it. It came, huh? it came out. Oh, never. At one point, I actually had a tape when I was a kid. 90 Minutes of Whip It. No. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I talked about it on, on wow. I posted about it on, on uh, Facebook, and a friend of mine said, you know, I would kill to have a copy of that tape. Oh, my God. So I took her a CD. I burned a CD. No kidding. <laughs> you know what? I did that one year for a Christmas gag gift, but it was my umps. Oh. oh, it was a gag gift for well, Christmas, man. I can, I can but listen. I get that. But you know what the sad part is? Is I made somebody else buy it for me, so I had to pay a dollar for it. Oh, I paid a buck for it. Well, because I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll never, I'll never skip with it ever. Okay. As a matter of fact, I could probably listen to it like five, six That's times. That's like in me in cars. And I know, really? yeah, because wow. I know you don't like cars I that much. I don't like cars that much. And I love I, I the like Gary Newman there. song, not the nominated band. Not the nominated band. Oh right, yes, yeah. yes, yes. The we, Gary Newman. Well, well, why don't we go there then? Yeah, because we're oh, going to run out of the, like the really good ones. And we're going to end up with like you're well, saying they, the, the cars they, are not really good. No, no, I'm not saying that. We're going to run out of the really good. Oh, ones. Oh, okay. Well, then we're being top heavy. Then yeah. yeah, okay. Then move on. Zombies, zombies go. Like no. them, but, like em, but I no. think they just like this. Is one of those no. like for me personally, just misses. And I enjoy this band. And I was enjoying this band before whatever hipster artist told the kids to start listening to them. Who did that? I don't know, but sometime in 03, all of a sudden, people were like, do you have Odyssey and Oracle by the Zombies? You, you remember this. Come on. No. It was like 2003, and then everybody all of a sudden no woke up to the Zombies out of freaking nowhere. Woke up to the Zombies. I see what you did there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. And that, especially on this, the, the two, sure. days, two days after the Walking Dead premiere. Yeah, that, that all aside, though, uh, great pop songs, but... <laughs> You know what? Honestly, I'd put in Rod Argent uh, in the Hall of Fame before I put the Zombies in because at least you cover all of the bands that he was in. So, right? Yeah, I, I go. I, I have no problem with the Zombies going in. Come yeah. in now. Sure, why not? No, I wouldn't protest it. But I think what you, what's your what's, It's been when were they? When, Name when three they, Zombie songs. When would they I have can't. been? Okay, well, he can't. So say, say I can't either. Say, I mean, the, I'd rather have the Kinks. Oh wait, they're already there. So, well, you already won. So, so that same. argument is moot. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Joe Tex. Like, like him, but I wouldn't put him in. I wouldn't put him in, but yeah, I like him too. I have to, I have to plead ignorance. I have no clue who Joe Tex is. I was like, I gotcha. The, the stacks. Yeah, yeah, he's he's and he he's legit. Was he? Yeah, it's part of that. But it's one of those things where it's one of those things of too many, too much music, too little time. I just, yeah, it is because great soul artist, but like, I, I I tilt my head like the proverbial dog when I see that he's nominated in the Spinners' Art, because right, and 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 the freaking dramatics, come on, man. I mean, there's so many. They have been. I don't know. uh, Thirty-five years, Mm -hmm. probably thirty years at least, minimum thirty years. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm screaming Jay Hawkins. I can make an argument for Dude. before Joe Tex and yeah. and Joe Tex was you, you definitely want, influenced by want, screaming Jay Hawkins. If you want to get into that zone right there, sure. man, there's a lot yeah. that they have just passed up on. There, it, it's that on that list there, right? Yeah. I mean, by your rationale, they should not have put Alice or Kiss in before screaming Jay Hawkins. It, well, yes, that's true. Okay. By my by my one of my rationales. Sure. 
I'm but, not picking and, on you. I'm just going by the main you idea. Can, you can try to pick on me, Joey, sure. all you want. We've been doing this for no. 20 years. Now. Yes, but no. <laughs> but honestly, the 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 sound that Joe Tex has can can be pulled back further to you know like that old that old kind of blues sound and that old R and B sound. Yeah. And there's so many of those guys that you're. I mean, let's be honest. They're just not going to get in. Yeah, and they're and just I, not going to get because I don't, I because don't like it, to preach th- separatism, a, but he's in the soul hall of fame and the R and B hall of fame, but he's not in the rock and roll hall of fame. And the same way I put some of the rap artists so, that I enjoy. So is it like because you won best rap album, you're not going to get album of the year? A lot of them. Well, that's a whole thing that you can talk I mean, to Michael because, Green about. Yes, Naris. maybe in the old uh, R and B hall of fame. But you know what? You're already there, so yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say that, but those in, those those institutes going to appreciate it more anyway. Yeah, I know. That's Nobody the zombies are going to pop hall of fame. Is there a pop hall of fame? I, there is. There, there's is like there? a well, there's there, a, where's that at? I mean, but it's not like one of those huge institutes like the Rock and Roll Fund. There is, you know, a function that exists as that. I don't know. I don't even think they have a physical. So building. do we need to is it like by the, the parent company? It's like the Songwriters Hall of Fame. They do the Songwriters Hall of Fame every year, but that's like run by Naris, and there's no building, but Right. These things do exist, we, and they have a dinner for it and so, everything. wait a minute. Do we have so many of these Hall of Fame things that we're missing out on no. sitting around and arguing about <laughs> over and over and over? No, no, because this is the this is like the NFL, you know, versus arena football. It's yeah. the thing, and unfortunately, it does matter. We hate, We like to say it doesn't matter, but unfortunately, because of public perception, it does matter. And because of what we all love. Yeah, That's true. I assume you like music because that's why I invited Chris and I here to your house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just kind of bulldozed our we're, way in here and said, hey, we're, 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 making a, we're doing a show. Like, like Chevy Chase and Vacation over we're doing, here. We're doing a show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Last one for this, this round. I'm going to go Wanas Addiction. Ah. Uh, no. I, Much not, like Pearl Jam. Not right now. They they, they deserve it. Do you think so? I do. Really? I do. You think you're, so? a fan, you're a fan and you're being that picky. I, yeah, I'm that picky. I don't know. Wow. I do not think. James I'm not even goes. sure. Yeah. I, I think I, they're. I think they're, an argument could be made, but I think their entire contribution is furthering alternative music. That's not. That is a whole that's merit. It. That, but musically, I'm just, I, I'm just. I think okay, musically, they're super interesting. I, I like the fact that as, as they had as, one super interesting record, one, nothing really? shocking. Yep. I, I, think, I don't I think, think they have a bad album. How about that? I'm not a fan of Ritual Day Little Bitual. I like their actually. Okay. I like the last two records better than I, I like. The I like Strays. A lot. I, I'm with Strays you on that. And, uh, oh my god. Uh, and the Great Escape Artist. Great Escape Artist. I, I, I agree with you on that. that. That's one of the rare things yeah. that we do really. Man, y'all paid way more attention than I did. I yeah, I thought those were better records than. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm all. I'm they probably kind of always going to buy all their records, but I mean, but, I just I don't know. I just don't see them as well. I like all the fame worthy. I think on principle, I like a lot of those bands like Motorhead or The Cars or Cheap Trick that have different fan bases that come together and actually go see them. And I think there's something to be said for that. Bands that bridge the gap of... Because, you know, as a more rock and roll, metal guy, whatever you want to call it, like Jane's Addiction was an album that myself and all of my friends bought those albums where the lone, quote, college rock tape we might have in our collection would be like that and maybe like something by The Cure. They broke through to guys like me, and 
I appreciated him, and it's definitely one of those things you go to when you kind of heard it all for a while. And, right. And it, it's a true alternative, as I like to say. I think oh. they were a true alternative, <laughs> and they that deserve sucks. to be in there. And a lot more than a lot of these other bands that are getting in now, like, you know, the, the whole college rock movement that gave way to the grunge movement, none of those bands should be in right now before a band like a Jane's Addiction. That's how I feel. Hmm. I see. All right. Well, yeah. that's, a, that's an argument. Yeah, yeah. I, I think shocking is a phenomenal album. It really is. I mean, it was a, it was a, uh, a, a record that was so sonically diverse between what was college radios to be born into alternative, but at the same time you could play it on Headbangers Ball. Exactly. Right. And that that's that's great whenever you can you can you know cross cross the aisle like that. But to continue to do that, they were one of very few that did. Um, and, and matter of fact, I'd have to sit here and think about it for another couple of hours before I could come up with another off the top of my head. But that being said, um, Faith No More is the only other band that probably did that, and mm. they should be in too, and they're not. Living Color, Living Color should be in, and they're not. No. I think Living so. Color shouldn't go in before Bad Brains. No, no, no and they no. would tell you the same thing. Exactly, yes. and they'd, they'd be right. Yeah. So, but so. my my, my to, to just close out Jane's Addiction. I, I I don't mind them. I think their their output was extremely minimal as far as their impact. I think if anything happens, it's just a Perry Farrell, not so much for his musical output, but for what he contributed to the, the scene. Of okay, I can go. I can go with Perry. And that, before and that would be it honestly yeah. I mean it, it, if if you're gonna put wrap up all of the Jane's Addiction stuff in, into a nice shiny yeah. package and put a bow on it because and say, without those things this this is this is why you should put us in I would say I'm I'm, I'm sorry that's just not a, not enough there's there's just not enough and that, I guess when I said furthering alternative music it would just, that would strictly have been it I mean Perry because let, let's I, I, mean, I, can, I, I can make an argument that that first year of Palooza I, should all be in the Hall of Fame at some point. I don't. I don't. I can almost argue. I don't that. doubt that Probably. maybe like Dave or you know uh, Eric A and Steven Steven's didn't have anything to do with the Lollapalooza. Yeah, that no. was a solid freaking band. But but I'm I'm also talking about as far as contribution to the 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 the, the vision that Perry had. I mean, you got to get your your band on board. Hey guys, sure, yeah. this is what what I'm oh. thinking about doing, and get yeah. the guys on board, and then for input there. So somewhere in there, maybe you can involve yeah. Jane's Addiction as a unit. Yeah, he's a front man and an impresario. But I mean, he's a visionary. Right now, yeah. definitely no. In the future, maybe. Gotcha. Hmm. All right. So Jay, where did where did we end up with Jane's addiction? Did they, did they got two no's and a yes. I got a yes. He said no. I said no. I said no. You said no. so. Thumbs down. Jane's addiction. You don't go in. You're out. So so far, if I'm running the Hall of Fame, we got Jay Giles, and then Jane's comes on stage <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> How many yeses do you have? Well, I'd like yes should also be in. You're right. Well, we're not two yes we're not yet. There yet, they Joey. May, we may get to them in the second. Yeah. And the that's going to take twenty minutes. Yeah. It should just take like, no longer like than a song. regular yes song, yes. We all thought the same <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. Exactly. I guess that brings me to, to, to my pick. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm waiting. My pick. Not yes, but yes. Go. Uh, mine, mine's so transparent, it's unreal. If you know me, 
which both of y'all do. Right. And it's too many for me to pick if this, from. We keep talking about it, and I thought you were going to hit on them, and you didn't when you were talking about early 90s grunge, all of that. There would have been no grunge movement without yep. Buzz and Dale and whoever was playing bass <laughs> out of Aberdeen, the right. Melvins. Yeah. The Melvins, there would have never been a Nirvana. I understood. I doubt that. I'm sure Soundgarden would have been completely different than what they ended up being. Yeah, they were also big they Black Flag been, fans, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but you, you know you're that like, whole that whole scene. Black Flag. You know, yeah. I mean, when you can trace you can trace the Melvins back to '83. No argument. Yeah. It, we're, we're sitting here in a room full of mutual admiration. Melvins fans. I know that. And Melvins, if they went on a nominee list in any year. That's going to be the one, like what Bad Brains is this year. Like, who the f is that? Right, and mm-hmm. nobody knows who the hell they are. You you have to go back to, uh, and then I'm going to be offended all over again because just now, <laughs> <laughs> are you giving a flip about my precious Melvins? Because yeah. I know and that it's, go, I don't. Think I, was, so. I was talking this, to somebody. I was, this is your soapbox. We were we were we were. I was chatting with somebody about them uh, the other day in a thread. On uh, Facebook, and they were like, "I would hope that the Melvins would give the finger to the Hall of Fame." And I was yeah. like, "You know what? No." They were, yeah. I was like, "I want the Melvins to yes. come out and say, you know, in front of the biggest crowd they're ever uh-huh. going to have, right? Yes. I want them to walk out. I want them to plug in. I want them to play, <laughs> play. one song. They're going to play Revolve. They're going to play Classes then, of Destiny, <laughs> and, then, and then end it with the song we're about to play here. My song that oh. I think." Is going to, to make them that makes the argument for the Melvins being in the Hall of Fame. You played this with me on KTCU. Oh, when you got Houdini. Holy gosh, that was yeah. forever that ago. That was a long time ago. I don't ago. know about this. It's a long I time ago. I forgot about it too. I was, was a long. That was a remember that. Yeah, but this song is it's hands down my favorite Melvin song. It's right there with Revolve, so you know it's not Revolve. We're talking about off of Houdini. We're talking about Night Goat. A blistering track from the Melvins right here on the Synaptic Radio.
I like Night Goat. Plus, they do a Kiss cover on that album. They do. They do a Kiss cover on that album. that we came back. <laughs> we just We're back on. Back. We're back on. Yeah, that, that Going Blind cover is awesome. It's one of the greatest songs of all I, time. Yeah. I, I like Night Goat, too, Joey. Yeah. Night Goat's... Yeah, the Melvins... If Melvin's Night Goat is just... Yeah. Like I said... It's a scorcher, man. But like some other fans of that band, like you said, would say they should give him the finger. But you were even telling me something that someone who really knows Buzz says Buzz is obnoxiously normal. Yeah. So he would go into this with like open arms. Yeah. Because that dear Dave you know, Grohl, that's only gonna <laughs> plus that's only gonna help uh, the bottom line as yeah. far as them as an entity and their brand and touring it's, and all that stuff. Yeah, but, it's like but, they, I mean, when they ask come them, on, in, are they gonna sell more records because they yeah. can induct into the whole thing? How many how many more records what? are Bad Brains gonna sell? What's up from nothing, man? I mean, honestly, what's okay. up? What's up from a few thousand? But yeah. I mean, right they, now, that's why they make they make a record every year, no matter what it is. Sometimes and this year's two, 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 this year this two, year. because they want to make money. They've never Maybe they've three. never had any qualms about saying we do no. this to make money well yeah, yeah. that is why i continue but, to make but records at the, at, at the same time i don't see tour. them it's not like it's to me the melvins are not like the poster child of capitalism they're just like you know what we this is our job they want to make a living but we have music. a flipping great time putting uh-huh. records together we like working with uh-huh. all of these different bass players i mean whether it's Pincus or McDonald or whoever it is and filling also, in roles. And, and, and they're all compatible. You, you, yeah. If you've seen the live shows, which I know we have. Yeah, I've seen a couple. It all <laughs> works. It all works They're completely. also super lucky that Patton's a fan, too, and they got a place to release their music. But you they know don't what? have to I worry even, about that I even the think that they would find a way. Well, they, they would, they, but the, it's and, nice. And, and, and no, it, it's super nice that they yeah. have somebody like Patton who, who can do that. Yeah. I don't think it's why they're selling more records because you know they happen to be on Patton's label, but at the same time, it brought some. They, new they, ears. they are they are the proverbial fish that you know walked up out of the water and grew legs, yeah. and it's still digging the scene. Yeah. They're still they are going to find a way to do it, yeah. and I, I I applaud I applaud the Melvins. Yeah. They will continually get my money. Sure. I will continually to go see them whenever they come to town. Yeah, with you. I, I just I don't see the I don't know ever giving was, him that due. You know, Grawl will go to bat for him, I'm sure, but I don't know how much he'd fight for it. Well, I bet he would fight pretty hard. You know, I hope if so. there was no Nirvana, there would be no but, Dave Grohl. But, but we thing, all like, see be, what he helped out with Motorhead. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be nice though, like all these huge Super Foo Fighter shows where tons of guest stars show up right. and do their thing? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Buzz is Alice Cooper or Paul Stanley or David Lee Roth, but throw them in there as I a second Buzz gu- a third guitarist. Feel, I, 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 throw I just, him up there on stage at the Forum every now and then. Like I, he hasn't done that yet. I don't know if he would want to do that though. Oh, well, I mean, that just doesn't seem within his. I don't think he turned it down. I mean, for all we know, he may have already at this point. I mean, Maybe. but Buzz is a his his entity belongs in, in a much more intimate setting. Oh well, yeah, but I, I mean, we all know about our infamous gig here in Dallas whenever <laughs> they opened up for Nine, Nine Inch Nails. Oh, yeah. And, it's still talked about. And, and it's, it's still rumbled about. Man, did you hear that band that opened up for Nails? I don't even know what year it was, but man, they were terrible. Right. Well, you know exactly who they're talking about. Yeah. You know, it wasn't and the candy luck- scans or whoever. Yeah, right. it's either Nine Inch Nails or Tool fans. Right. Yeah. Well, it certainly wasn't uh, Pop Elite itself. 
who got in a car wreck a week earlier, <laughs> giving the Melvins that slot. Oh, was yeah. it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because wow. I had passed on tickets because I had already seen that Nine Inch Nails tour. Wow. I said, I was offered tickets and I said, no, that's fine. I, I don't, I've already seen the Nine Inch Nails tour. Right. And then a week before, I'm calling that person going, hey, remember those, Mel- <laughs> those, those, those Nine Inch Nails <laughs> those tickets, tickets you were offering me now? <laughs> are, are they still available? I would have gone she to just like, populate itself. She was just like, no. And this is why I think, I think this is a story that kind of drives home why they're important. Uh, this is from a Melvin's page on, on uh, uh, Facebook. On the internet. And uh, oh. on the interwebs. Uh, and the story is, when you hear Jimmy Bauer of I Hate God, Pepper Keenan of Corrosion of Conformity, and Kirk Weinstein of Crowbar say that the Melvins came to town one day and influenced an entire genre of music in New Orleans... There you go. Nice. It's the truth, nice. and it show, And then there's a video of the yeah, entire show. Those Mastodon guys really like the Melvins too. Yeah, yeah, there's a ton of people. Yeah, that, everybody. There, there's a ton of every, artists. Every like, every band. Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Britney. I want to kiss my ass. Ass tribute for the Melvins, where we have Kylie Minogue <laughs> and Mastodon on it. Exactly. Let's make that happen. Maybe a collab. All Let's right. Make it happen. Make her okay, the Melvins. Beagle. Melvins. You, the Night Goat. Night Goat should have swayed you into yes. Hall of Fame. Well, you get another pick, because, right? We're going to do I a will. double shot of Randy? We're going to do a double shot of Randy. You Ooh. don't worry about that. A double shot of Randy. You don't worry about that, but... What kind of movie is up this? Up until then, what do you think about Janet Jackson? Uh, Miss Jackson? Nomin- nominee for this year. What do you think? <laughs> if you're nasty. I, yeah. Um, she has the sales to back her up, oh, but... No sales. He's just... We're not talking about sales. He's just dragging feet. Just no, saying no. Saying, I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a he's no. He's gonna say no. I like, I like legitimately like three songs by her of all time. You heard that, people. That was painful. Joey likes three Janet Jackson songs. Yeah, I'll be honest. You're... you're we were talking about Strikes. Africa on our show the other week, so come on. Okay. But that's not Janet Jackson. What does that have I, to I do know. with Janet I'm just, I'm just saying, no shame on my show. When it, wherever I go, I have no you shame. You dig what you dig. Hey, I saw the Spice Girls. Yeah, Willingly. I Spice Girls. Willingly. I, I you YouTube can, Spice Up Your Life the other week. How about you, that? If you find if you find my, my Facebook page, my yeah. actual Facebook page, yeah, there's a Spice picture of me t-shirt. and a Spice Girl shirt, and it's, the only thing ironic is the mustache. I was yeah. going to say, that's I, the only part that bothers me. Yeah, I paid to <laughs> see... The mustache. The mustache. I, I bought a ticket to see Spice World in the theater. I did too. Oh, yeah. Uh, may Try not been. watching that. Danny Jackson, not right now. No. So Janet Jackson, not right now. I'm gonna go no. Never. I and you want know it's it's an artist I just don't care about. I don't really I and don't care about her. I don't think she necessarily has I, the merits for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I and on like principle, on principle, she lip syncs all of her concerts, and that's a fact. That's that is a fact. Dude, no, no, that's a big deal. I mean, who cares? Whatever. So Millie Vanilli should go in. They sold a lot of records. What, are they not already in? No. They already had to give not. away their. They had to give back their Grammy. Yeah. Or American Music or whichever one it's, it was. You know, Grammy. You know, it a Grammy? You know, for, let's be real. Let's be real. With Janet Jackson, there is not a line that you have about her live show unless there's like. You know, multiple well, layer. You know, it's fireworks. It's titties and lasers. Yeah, you, you, know, you, you want you want multiple multiple levels of a whole bunch of dancing. You want a big production. You want the big fan to yeah. throw out. Smoke and stuff like that. Some black cat, yeah. you know. Those yeah, guys, those guys, the kid, Kiss and Alice Cooper, do that, and they don't. They're already sync. in, man. You don't have to worry about it anymore. I, I, okay, I'm just saying. Oh, okay, but they had their big stage production. You know what? 
I said the Jacksons should go in, like the band, I think the they Jacksons. Do, if they did, the, if they did the entity of the entire family. Did, are they in? Did they put the so. five in? I don't think so. Have they? I think they might have. They should have. They might have no. been like if first. Only, one of the if first only battles. we had a handheld device that told us. Yeah, yeah. Joey. I'm talking about more like the 70s Jackson, no, you know not what? the Jackson 5. I'm not a big Jackson 5 Look, fan. Look, I'm, I'm just saying, I, I, you know, <laughs> I like, I honestly don't don't mind Janet Jackson. But, however, I don't think that she needs to go in. She she can wait. She can wait. She can wait another 10, 15 years for right. all that I care. I think we need to put in somebody else before her. Okay. Actually, I think we need to put in several other people, but that's yeah for another. So, yeah, so I'm, a, I'm a no. I don't really care that much. Um Aside I don't from, care that much. We're moving on. <laughs> Kylie Minogue should be in the Kylie show. Minogue. I don't know where the fascination with Kylie Minogue has come from, but last oh, couple she, of days. She's always she's, in the back of your she's mind. She's always in the back of your mind. Always. Uh, if there was a video Hall of Fame, then there would be no mate. argument. Yeah. So. There we go. All right. Besides uh, coining the, the term heavy metal, Steppenwolf, did they go in? Nope. All right, that was an easy one. Three nopes. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, fine rock band, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how I felt about yeah. Deep Purple, though. Going no, in. Deep Purple. I'm not, I'm not I, think, a fan. I think Deep Purple would contribute Purple. A, a, a lot more, especially so for a uh, much more progressive rock sound and not in the how we typically try to term progressive rock, but throwing in that, that groovy groovy keyboard going on man and john lord remember we said john when john lord. lord left the band in 2000 we we're like okay now i'm done yeah, with deep purple I'm, but I, I don't need deep purple anymore but also another band that that had two singers and they managed to put out great material with two different lead singers actually three different lead singers because their first lead singer was the guy that sang on the initial albums before ian gillen joined them so they had hits with that guy. Right. And then Ian, of course, was the guy that everybody knows. But right. the David Coverdale album's freaking smoke. And they even lost freaking Richie Blackmore at a point. Got Tommy Bolin in there. Oh, freaking that was Ace good. guitarist. That and still put out great records. And you got to respect a band that can... Okay, yeah, they weren't giving up on the name. And you could say that they might have been beating the dead horse at that point. Right. Maybe they should have changed their name. You could make that argument for a lot of sure. bands. But they kept the name. And they didn't do it a disservice. Any band that could do that... And still managed to put out great music. You could influential and super influential. I mean, just you know, all you have to say is Metallica. You know, bam, right there. Metallica. Metallica. It's like Macbeth. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, great band. And and it's one of those perceptions, reality things. If we were much like a few other bands I mentioned, if we were doing this podcast in England, like those guys are on the freaking Mount Rushmore right. British rock and roll, along yeah. with they they get used in the same breath as Sabbath and Zeppelin do. Yeah. And they so don't over here. And it is a crime. Yeah. So Then I'm committing a crime. Ooh. I am a crime committer. Or a criminal. Well, you're Whatever. arrested, Randy. <laughs> wow. Why, why are we talking about Purple even, even they went sure in last we... year? They went in last yeah, year. Yeah, they went in last yeah, year. Yeah, they went in last year. And because Co- of Lars. And Coverdale and Hughes got to go <laughs> in, so... Oh, bam. did they really? Yeah, they're huh. in it. They're, David Coverdale and Glenn Hughes are Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. I didn't realize that. Well, I mean... I think technically Dale Crover is too because of Nirvana. I I think he got to go in. Is that too. right? Yeah, maybe I don't know. Did they do the kiss bit with him, or did they do the Grateful Dead? I don't know. Thing I know he him? was there. <laughs> I know he was there on stage. He was okay. there in the you know that's awesome. in attendance. That's awesome. So there's at least half of the Melvin. So half of the half yeah. of the and much respect to Dale. He drank from the waters then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He can show him how to drum. 
You say, hey, Lars, here's how to drum. Here's how you do it. Hey, look, hey, you know what's not there? Triggers. Well, you, you were just Lars talking movie. about, on your last episode, Ooh. everybody beats up on Metallica. You are no different, sir. You are I love no Metallica. Different. I know. I love Metallica. You at least give them a shot. I'm giving them know. a shot. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping every time something's good. And yeah. yeah. Logan so said the go. greatest thing about Metallica. He nailed it. Like if someone was going to write a bio on Metallica, he said it on a really early episode yeah. of Rock Strix, and he said, Metallica are like a stripper. Sometimes they can show you enough leg just to get you in the room. But sometimes when you go through that curtain, sometimes it's awesome, and sometimes your mom's back there. Wow! Yeah. Wow, that's that's terrible. You know what? You know what always cleanses? I've got. I have my next pick. Oh, my next pick. Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I'm steering. I'm steering the ship. Wait, is this trying to? Okay. Yeah. Is this a snub or is this? Oh, it's a snub. It's a giant snub. Okay. Giant snub. Never even sniffed. I don't think. I don't think it's ever. I don't think they've ever even been, been given a nom- anything. A, a I nod. You, but I will tell you. I'll tell you. And then probably the next three years, you're going to see it. Oh yeah, because of Metallica and because of Dave Grohl. Is it who I think it is? It should be. Uh-huh. It should be. Wait, wait Satan's wait. favorite band. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not going to bring this one. Up. Like, this, like I didn't bring. Like I didn't. Wasn't bringing Slayer to the, the suspense was the not 12. killing you. Come on. <laughs> I thought it might be this other band that's a little older. Another than band. Slayer. Ooh. You know. I mean, come on. Metallica may maybe number one in the big four, but we all know that. By kind of wimping out that Slayer. Slayer. Slayer's a real flag bearer of the big four they well are. all the big four are eligible to be in as well i know oh, huh they are legitimately eligible. Yeah. and is one third of them is is worthy of going <laughs> oh i said that <laughs> yes i did i did oh you're entitled they never, to, you're they, entitled they never to your wrong opinion yeah. they never compromised they've never com- i mean they, they, maybe a little maybe a little bit on diablos you know, maybe I, I don't know why Diablos gets beat up so bad. To be quite honest with you, and here goes well, Joey. There we go. <laughs> Sell me on Diablos. Um, no, I, I got the cops called on me because of Diablos one time. So <laughs> I'm what always gonna that? love that album. I was, I used to live in this uh, duplex, and oh, there was okay. these like shitty pool parties on the other side of the fence. So I just pulled okay. the speaker out. Like, there's two tracks on there that give that album an entire pass for me. So I still have it. The first and the oh, third still song. Got it. Yeah. 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 Have LP ants. I don't hear all that new metal element that everybody says is supposedly in there. No. I just, I don't. I think that's a dumb. That's a to- It's only, it's only that's from. A, uh, that's a totally different. That's a from the track "Stain of Mind" because yeah. it's got that. And they probably, I think they even wrote that for a soundtrack. So come on, give give a pass on that one song. I mean, it's still, it's still not my favorite Slayer record by any means. But I, I believe that man. I think that that band for their uncompromising. Yes. For the fact that they've they've gone up and down yes. and back up, and they're yes. probably at the crest. And I think well, we were talking icon. about this. Yeah. They're an icon. They're an for icon sure. for but sure. Just like the Melvins, they'll never get in because they don't play ball. I mean, they're not even one stitch of them wanting to play Dude, ball with anybody. We're, yeah, but you know what? We're in an we're in an age now where I, ESPN, even ESPN commercials have Slayer T-shirts in them. Really? Where they've got like their, you know, we're at a. I think they're more likely to go in than the Melvins will. Yeah, I think they'll get a, oh, so. a nod. Yeah, if you told me to put money they, on it, I'd easily put money yeah, on them. Yeah, they've I, at least been covered by yeah. Rolling Stone. I think. Oh, yeah. I, I think that they would be. They're uh, much more certainly apt. certainly had the nom, uh, nominee. 
before the Melvins rule. Yeah, and he, but probably. you know, and I, I, I probably wasn't the only one that noticed that once the Big Four gig finally happened, Slayer went from being on the bottom of that totem pole to second. In command. command. Yes, they're second in command, for sure. That did not go unnoticed by this guy. For sure. But but I mean... And they should have been in 91. I disagree. I disagree. No, man, all of the the promotion for that tour, for the uh, Clash of the Titans Titans tour, it showed Slayer, Megadeth, Anthrax. Everything. Slayer, Megadeth, Anthrax. Slayer, Megadeth. I don't. I don't have a memory of it, but I mean, oh, I'm yeah. not saying you're wrong. I have. Either. I've still got my front row ticket. Oh, to that show. So, uh, what was the order like? Uh, I, I, they I, drew I, straws. I, Dallas being the first night. Oh, was so it? we didn't necessarily know that that's what they were doing. But everybody was playing the same amount of time. Everybody percent. played the same amount of time, but we that's heard neat. the we heard the rumble, and we're like, okay. So you wait for Alice and Chains to get booed off the stage, and then uh, I wanted to it. see him because I was a facelift fan. Sure, yeah, I dug facelift. I was too, but like they got booed off the stage we, a lot. We got really? there. Yeah, we got there a little late. Well, they actually didn't leave uh, the stage, okay. but they got booed the whole time. Okay, yeah. all right. They they stayed with it, which I understand. They earned respect and actually made their name off of that tour. Yeah. Uh, we walked. Walked in thinking that Rumble was Anthrax because you couldn't make anything out. And uh, sure enough, we turned the corner to go in and there's Slayer (laughs) playing Hella Waits. Oh my gosh. And uh, yeah, it was just like, WTF? Frick. What in the flip is going on here? Fudge. (laughs) And uh, we went down with our front row, leaned up against the barricade. and There you go. Yep. What was well, they all three had, and, and I know I keep I, I hate I keep being that guy, but they all all three bands had legit gold records at that time too. Yep. So. And you know what happened for the rest of the night after Slayer was finished? The people kept Slayer. going Slayer. Slayer. Yeah, I heard about that. Slayer. Yeah. yeah. And not, I, hey, man, I will tell you it's what. Kind of a I crappy was, thing to do. I was yeah. eight feet away, and Dave Mustaine put me to sleep. Hmm? Put me to sleep. What tour was that? Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans. No, it was rest, uh, in, rest, yeah, rest in, in peace. peace. Their, their greatest album. Rest in peace and persistence of time for Anthrax mm. and Seasons in the Abyss for Slayer. All three phenomenal records. And a and great year for metal. Time. The second time I saw Anthrax. Out of that three, set. I would pick Persistence of Time being the weakest one, though. The weakest link in the chain. If you're doing, like the if, record. If you're going song still, by song, yes. Still going by record by record If here. you're going song by song, I would, I would hesitantly agree with you on that. Back, back just Rest a in hand, peace is the best of Just the a handful of years ago, whenever they played... <laughs> whenever they played... We, Joey's doing stand-up, kids. What what I miss? I said Rest in peace is the best of those three albums. Hey, uh, man, I don't well, know, Let's table that for a metal roundtable down the road. Okay, oh we'll, we'll table that for a metal That's roundtable. That's a whole other episode. So you know what? You know how I'm going to convince you for the Hall of Fame? I could get oh. How am I going to convince people for the Hall of Fame? Spill the Blood, the final track. The final track of, of 1988's Masterpiece, South of Heaven, which Kerry King says is his, his least favorite guitar playing. He said that it was his weakest performance, and I... Whatever, I can't man. see that whatsoever. That's why whatever. bands should stay out of most of their catalog. At, at yeah, the exactly. That's why bands should always have just a, play the song. Have a producer. <laughs> should have a producer. So here you go, right here on the Synaptic Radio, convincing you of Slayer's birth into the Hall of Fame. Spill the blood.
spill the blood from south of heaven. That just convinced you that this year they should just go in now. If if anybody was listening out there with the uh, just cancel the whole thing, just cancel just cancel the whole thing. Go ahead, at the garden for a second. Let's just so. just get rid of uh, who who got all those Joe Tex. Uh, Joe Tex did. Joe Tex did. He, he yeah. did. Sadly, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jan- Joe Tex. Jan- 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 hey, this is like suicidal. Disc goes out, murders in. <laughs> Very good. Very good, Joey. Listen to Rock Strikes Ten if you're not listening to Rock Strikes Ten. Yes, with please. Joey. So with, so with that one liner, I get the next pick, don't I? You do get the yes. next pick, but after we talk about ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra. No question. N. Genius. In. I'm voted out on that one because I yeah, say out. Yeah, and you're wrong. I say out. Wrong. I don't, wrong. wrong. <laughs> no. Thanks, thanks, no. dueling trumps. Go for it. No, I was John McLaughlin. So thank you very much. Why do they not belong in the Issue rock and roll number one. Of Just don't care for Should it. Should Jeff Lynne produce the Beatles really reunion tracks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I never really saw ELO furthering music that much. Period. <laughs> now that could just be my ignorance. We'll, yeah. The, the, so we'll, that's fine. But we'll need to pause so Joey can go change his pants. Apparently, Joey dude, pants. Dude, after like you know, okay. Who's influenced we'll, by ELO? And we'll talk about the Beatles too, because in the sense yeah. of Singers when the I Beatles, that, the Beatles would would jump over. The, when the Beatles the broke up in the in 1970, when they broke up, or 69 or 70, whatever it was, once they stopped putting records out. 69. Uh, Jeff Lynn, obviously, yes, he was obviously a huge Beatles fan like everybody else in the world. Plus, he was from Britain. But he also had a good sense of old school rock and roll, like the real deep 50 stuff, and even some of the early Crooner stuff and whatever. And he, I, I like talking about mixing multiple genres. That guy, you know, obviously the orchestra bit, nobody was doing that. I mean, like, they were doing it with the um, Mellotrons, you know, like yeah. King Crimson and the Moody Blues were doing, and those are cool things to do, but obviously he saw a limitation there. Moody Blues aren't in. They're not, and, mm-hmm. and neither are King Crimson, and that's a crime. Yes. Um, Jeff oh, Lynn, yeah, yes, yes. Jeff Lynn's just a genius who took what the Beatles... What the Beatles and the Stones and all those people and, and, uh-huh. and all the Brits did for pop music and pop and rock music in the 60s, uh-huh. he evolved the idea and made it for the next decade. Uh-huh. And if, if the 1970s pop rock sound is defined, honestly, by how you evolved the genre and made something new out of something old, Jeff Lynne is probably the only guy I can point to that changed the sound that drastically. Hmm. I mean, uh, I like Hold On Tight. Great song, and and I and I like you know don't and bring they, me down. They, and they did Xanadu. And I like it. That's nothing for me. That's thumbs up for me. Yeah, and everything that Joey said. It's fantastic. What, what are the soundtrack has Gene Kelly and the Tubes on it? That's greatness. Electric Dreams, possibly. No, then they do that. Jeff Lynne and Jeff Lynne, even if he never had a band, oh wait, that was should Xanadu. be a Hall of Famer. He no, I, I, he I, would have been a producer if he hadn't been a musician, and he yeah. should have gone in then. Is he not in at all? He, no, he's not in anything. Like, no, he but he's there every year to play on the big finale. Well, he should be. Is he really? He, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just thinking of the, think, I'm just thinking of the greatest finale ever, which was No, he's, he's a homebody, man. When, he's Prince, home. when Prince showed everybody, hey, look. look yeah, watch me thing. molest this guitar. Dude, yeah, that that while my guitar, Gene Louis, is... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should <laughs> be should thank their lucky stars every night that they have that performance in their vault to legitimize their existence. Because that one performance... 
is wow. everything to that institution. That's pretty bold, dude. That's the greatest guitar solo I've ever seen. When in my you life. see everybody on stage, they're still Just, playing and they're kind of trying to like croon around to see what he's doing. Yeah. And that smirk at the end after he's taking the guitar off and tosses it like, yeah. follow yeah. that. Yeah, you know, it just walks <laughs> off. It was just like yeah. greatest, like, greatest thing ever. Like, like what Jerry Lee Lewis did to Chuck Berry after he lit his piano on fire it was the same kind of moment. And you got Danny Harrison on stage along with Jeff and Tom Petty and Steve Winwood and all these other cats on stage. And Danny Harrison, who, if Tom Petty walks by any of us, we're like, holy crap, that's Tom Petty. If Danny Harrison sees Tom Petty, he's like, oh, Uncle Tom's here. I, he he that was like one of the first people uh, yeah uh, we'll, we'll we'll just slide by that I, I see what okay hey Brad Rabbit <laughs> hello there no Jeff are you laughing please I want to point out that that's Joey and Chris yeah there uh, but you know Uncle George is here you know like oh not yeah. Uncle George Uncle uh, Steve Winwood is here <laughs> Uncle Steve Uncle, Hi, Uncle Steve Winwood yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Is that how like, you smooth it over? Like, like those guys. Hey, Uncle Prince. Yeah. No. But Dan, well, all I'm trying to say is, Danny Harrison like hey, knew all those guys before he knew. Bad right now, isn't bef- it? <laughs> before he knew anybody, his first memories are of Tom Petty and Roy Orbison and you know sure. his dad hanging out and jamming. Cut. Watch his face that entire performance. Mm. He is he is Absolutely. leaned over, clocking Prince all the time, and this is the son of a Beatle, and he's an odd that guy. It's just one of the great moments ever because you see all, and even Tom Petty's like, "What's he doing, man? Really? Like, yeah." yeah. And so anyway, yeah, just desecrates everything. Yes, Prince, rest in peace, buddy. Greatest, uh, greatest, uh, the last great musician greatest, that I've greatest, ever seen. Greatest composer of my time. There you go, ELO. And, and, and I, I still say <laughs> you're wrong. I'm sorry, Randy. Just bringing everything wrong. back. Just trying to bring everything back. You're wrong, Randy. To where we were, ELO. Uh, you could not like them, but I don't understand how you could say that they don't they don't deserve to go. Because I don't, what you just said, I don't know enough about them. Xanadu. So, yeah. But you should at least admit that. You should almost get like a push vote, like a non-vote. A, a non-vote. It's my show. I get every vote. <laughs> he gets all it's the votes. Vote. What are you talking show. about? It's like I wouldn't. I wouldn't Wrong. 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 It's like how men shouldn't vote on abortion. Anyway. <laughs> wow. That's good a little political. It's it's an election yeah. season. It it's is election season. Not here it's not. It is actually. That's what Hall of exactly Fame is what we're determined talking about. by an election. Okay. You're right. <laughs> Hall of Fame is determined by a vote. It's so true. It is. Let's go with a heavy hitter. The Motor City Five. Ooh. I say in. Yeah. yeah. I say 100%. A billion percent in. Yeah. Infinity in. I, wait, band. all in. Yeah. It's funny because none of us have can even argue anything. And we're just kind of and in the, awe even saying the yeah. MC5. Well, and, and and even, the, uh, even the initial Detroit family of rock musicians that were born out of the late 60s. The and two. Early, so two out of four are in the Hall of Fame. Alice Cooper and the Stooges. Right. Ted Nugent and the MC5 are not. MC5 should be in. Nugent will never be in for political reasons. But the MC5, yeah, they it's one of those things where it's going to go in by their influence and not by they didn't sell any records, like, at all. Uh, right. But, but well, they're great. Wayne Kramer is one of the great guitar players, like, in the history. But they're so influential. That that's yeah. the thing. Is I mean, their they're stamp on, on yes, Chris, do you have something to say? After, after you, I do. <laughs> okay. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just saying that they, you know, it's probably one of the most influential bands Ever. We're still they're still reverberate today. This is one of the bands that I need to put in before I put in Bad Brains. 
sure. before I put in I any other punk entity, punk yeah. slash influenced entity, or maybe just punk influenced or even entity. metal. Yeah, well, and and, 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 and I'll tell you what, me, I, metal aside, metal aside, I mean, because I'm not sure how much MC5 even curated a, a, a little bit of a influence to that new wave of British heavy metal movement. It may have. It may have to an extent. But I think as a solely American style of heavy, just heavy yeah. music. The Detroit the bands. We have, we have to go. I mean, we have Stooges in. That's sure. great. I need MC5 in, and then I will fully consider you bad brains. Sure. Now, I'm still offended, going back to my earlier statements. Uh-huh. But at the same time, we need... We need somebody to recognize. And don't be fooled because MC5 was also a very politically motivated band. Now, mind you, they may be the politics that they accept and, and sure. you know, give yeah. them nice big, you know, kumbaya hug to because they agree with them. Yeah. Because it was sort of, sort of hippie, but against the system, yeah. you know. But right. they were an inclusive, inclusive uh, type of band that didn't care if you, you know, were... A guy, a girl, black, white, gay, straight, anything, any anywhere that they could play, they played. Didn't matter if they wanted anything. to join the White Panther Party. Yeah, yeah. Get in there. I and mean, it still they, sounds weird when you say that, but it, you just look them up. They weren't like racist sure. or anything. Yeah, I'll I tell mean, you, man, I, I didn't get that record until '99. Yeah, kick out the jams. Yeah, I got kick out the jams in '99. It took it forever to get actually well, get on a CD. Yeah, I was like to get well, on I a just, CD. I found a used copy at a, at the old Good Records right. over in Dallas. Yeah, and. Uh, Man, you know, just it was one of those. Okay, I've never heard this band, and I haven't heard this, and I haven't heard this, and you know, well, yeah. having, it, having those well, those things you need to get. Well, and man, when I put it in, and I was just I was floored because it, it was 69, 68, 69. Right, that exactly. That You're like, holy like, cow, oh my God, this is this, this happened, is unreal. This happened yeah. in this in, in yeah. the I mean, yeah, they the felt 60s. like yeah. this in the late sixties. And they were, I feel they were, like this right now. Was, the album was banned in most stores yeah, too because, of, this because of the f bomb. Right. Yeah. And the music, just the music, just the and the, you're just the reckless abandon and oh, yeah. all of that. Now you know you get up to you start there and then you get to uh, high times and back in the USSR. Right. Or back, back in, in the USA. 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 Stupid. Stupid Beatles. 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 What they about do. the Beatles? Yeah, I mean, and those are just those are just solid, solid rock and soul records. Totally, man. just you know, and you see the uh, the the documentary, the uh, the punk. Oh, what was it called? American Hardcore. No, uh, it's uh, do you hear the punk? Oh rock? my lord, no, not it's not even that. It's well, can I can I interject um, the other thing about why that Detroit scene is so stupidly important especially to me is because i'm not a big fan of hippie rock for the most part you know like the folky kind of stuff like those bands saved rock and roll for the 70s like honestly what mc5 stooges and alice did for the 70s is priceless right because they uh, like what alice said we drove the stake through the heart of the love generation and we 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 they realize that they can't change the world with acoustic guitars and, and peace and love, which 
you, you can love things, but maybe if you scream a little louder, you might get something accomplished. And right. that, was, that was their attitude towards it. And it could only happen in Detroit because it's a, you know, it's a steel town, you know, or the, the auto industry. Those people will get off work it's, and want to hear that kind of stuff. It's a lunch pail town. Oh, yeah. And, totally lunch and pail. They, they are the heart and soul of rock and roll. Yeah. Um, so At least I, they were back then. So. Yeah. I mean, Detroit's nothing now, but still. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's great that... And MC5 were actually the the upper echelon of that division. If, real, if, it's, if we're talking sports divisions, the MC5 were the guys. Right. The, the band dudes, that everybody looked up to. Real dudes yeah. making real rock and roll music yeah, to get your attention. Yeah. Whether it meant handing you know you know uh, handing you a flyer or stepping on your foot. Yeah. Uh, in the uh, documentary punk attitude punk attitude it's a great oh, dog if yeah, you never yeah, watched it yeah. but they talk with uh they're talking with the uh the manager john sinclair and he's talking about how they're just going up and down the roads wigged out on acid the whole time blaring james brown <laughs> and uh just just bringing it well their version of it's a man's world is awesome yeah yeah no doubt just and, unreal and then any live footage you can find i wish that uh has that? It's always like telepop music and you know, or not telepop music. I won't say that. What's that? What's that um, German show that everybody oh, played yeah, on? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking Musical about. Musical Laden. Musical Laden. Knock It's always like a really contained television appearance that you can find <laughs> yeah. in T Five doing. You know that's not what they're all about. Yeah, you know, there's they're one, so tame on those. There's things. one good one from like a, a university. Oh, the, the eight millimeter thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where where Wayne Kramer's footwork is just yeah, yeah, yeah. unreal. He's it's doing awesome. the goat dance. Yeah. Awesome stuff. So cool. Such great stuff. Finally, for this one, Joey's Cheek. pick. Oh, oh, is it not Joey's pick? It is Joey's pick, but I mean, we're going to get there after we talk about Sheik. Sheik. It's enough already. Take him off the ballot. Susan Lucci, go home. Now Rogers, great producer. Tony Thompson, great drummer. Those are Hall of Fame musicians. Their band, no. No, no, no. Not so much. Never know. Okay, I can get behind that. No. All right, Sheik, you're out of there. Joey? All right. What is your next pick? What is your next this, the, <laughs> the, quickest, the quickest one we've gone through. Sheik, nope. And Not like the segments are short enough. Nothing, but, uh, yeah. really. But we like um, your band. This this will probably get into, and the reason I picked, I, I wanted to take ownership of this band over the other band that's the obvious other band when you bring this band up, because you almost can't say one without the other, especially when it comes down to Hall of Fame snubs of all time, because if there is a snubbed act, I know you said you want Slayer in, but if you're going uh-huh. by the Logan method, you, uh, you got to put Judas freaking Priest hey, in. I'm, I'm down with that. I'm all right with that. I absolutely Judas Priest. They're on my list. They were on my list. And uh, I think it was Scott Ian, if I believe, on the History of Heavy Metal four-parter on VH1 about ten years ago, said Judas Priest is the first true Who's heavy this? metal band. Scott Ian said this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Judas Priest is the first true heavy metal band, and here's the reason why. They were the first band to take the blues out of it. Absolutely. And they actually invented, they might have actually invented this genre because they just said, let's take all the jam, jazz, blues stuff out, and then we're just going to play like this. And it was so just, it happened so suddenly, I don't even think they got that credit. But they deserve the credit for actual heavy metal as a defined genre. People say Sabbath and Blue Cheer, but they were a hybrid. And Judas Priest wasn't. They are. Uh, they yeah, are can, heavy metal. Yeah, you can't do Black Sabbath without having the blues at all. 
and that's that's just there's no way other way around that. Yeah. Very true. Oh man, absolutely priest, and that was my entire reasoning also being, you know, the real first first band to like take blues out of metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and that's probably why I like it more than Sabbath. I don't know. Is that sacrilege for me to say that? I don't. I don't. I dig. I mean, I dig Sabbath. I love. I mean, who doesn't love Sabbath? And for me, really, this may be sacrilege. Speaking of Sabbath, really for me, the Aussie years. That's about it. I'm not a big Dio fan. Oh, see, I like the so, Dio years too. See, I was not gonna, much, not much exposure to be honest. I didn't have to mention that earlier, did I? <laughs> I don't know. I was a new wave kid. <laughs> so. oh, okay. No, that was. Um, I mean, we talked no about older Ronnie, brothers or sisters. Those, those Ronnie Sabbath albums are greatness, but um, but but Sabbath, like you know, people always mention them in the same breath with Maiden when it comes to Hall of Fame snubs, and they might be talked about at some point here. So I won't go too much into them, but. When the one of the first times that Maiden came to the states, they were supporting Priest because Priest came before them. Yeah. So they, and and you can argue whether or not one is better than the other, but no Priest, no Maiden, no Priest, no lots of bands. Some good, right. some bad, but uh, you know anybody that's at the cusp of any kind of genre that becomes a real thing and not just some flash in the pan thing you don't talk about a year from now. Um, there, you, I put their picture on that name, heavy metal, when it comes to all the other genres you talk about. Electronic music, craft work. Damn, dude, you know. I'm starting to feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, Joey, <laughs> convince the kids why. Why? What Jesus song? Speaks. What song is Priest going to convince the kids that they need to be in the Hall of Fame? I'm going to take the route that I said where the other reason the Priest is great and a lot of the kids could learn from this if you're starting your own metal band is that the reason you should follow Priest and all of their teachings is that they did something that doesn't get done very much when it comes to new metal bands is that they could be as heavy as they wanted to and they could be as catchy and poppy as they wanted to and they rode the wave here and there up and down the road with it. But I think for a song you may not hear coming... Because a lot of people have heard Breaking the Law and stuff like that. So I'm going to go with Beyond the Realms of Death. Sounds good. That's a good song. Beyond the Realms of Death. Judas Priest. Convincing you of their Hall of Fame worthiness right here on the Synaptic Radio.
from Stained Class, that was Joey's pick of Beyond the Realms of Death. It's 1978. Great. 1978. Awesome you can go see them and they'll still play that song live, which is awesome. awesome. Sound just as good it's as great. Rob Halford. That's some good stuff. I'm I'm down with Priest. Yeah, totally. One of these days. <laughs> one of these <laughs> days, Priest. Well, year, a lot of year. guys have to die off from that Hall of Fame committee. So when the boomers start die, dying off in droves, which will be a good thing. That's um, not very nice. I know some of them well, are parents, but sorry. Well, if they just keep recruiting the oh, voters. Sure. sure. Yeah. You I just keep getting, I, getting better you know, people in. I like hearing those stories that snake through from some of the insiders that are ex-insiders later. So they've been to those dinners and they have these eyewitness reports. And oh, sure. Hearing about Tom Morello singly going to bat for Kiss and Questlove going to bat for Hall of Notes. I love hearing stories right. like that. What's so, Questlove got to vote? He's on the committee somehow. Questlove? I'll give it to him. He's a he's a musicologist and a half. Oh, totally. Yeah. I you know. But he's but it's still. weird. It's weird. Yeah. Him and Morello. Have you are read not, No Men of Blues? I have not yet, but I will. You read that and it makes total sense. Oh yeah, and I know he's a huge. It's a fantastic, too, so. fantastic book actually. The but guy like, has a, a a musical palette that is insane. Yeah, but like him and Morello, neither guy is in the Hall of Fame, but they, they, had a, they're both on the committee. Wow, I had no idea. Yeah. So Morello probably got in because of Springsteen. Questlove probably got in because of his Lauren Michaels association, but that's neither here nor there. So. Right. Yeah. Probably so. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap this one up. Yes. We're going to wrap the first episode of this two-part, <laughs> two-part. And the next one is probably going to go a little bit quicker because I can't divide very well. Yeah. Actually, I'm very good at dividing, but I screwed up. And <laughs> we were supposed to do half and half on the nominees. Oh. And uh, we yeah. did most of the nominees. Oh, okay. okay. That, means, so, that means the next one will be that's shorter. Fine. That's, that's fine. The next one will be shorter. All right. And, and you will enjoy it just as much, listeners. I promise you, just as much as you're going to enjoy my pick. Because you know what? Blondie's in. The Ramones are in. Mm-hmm. Talking Heads are in. Patty Smith is in. Yeah. Ooh, can I guess? You can't guess. I get to do the big reveal. Oh, it's my show and my just pick. Just let him go. Just let him it's go. It's my pick. <laughs> Saw this guy open for Peter Murphy in the church. Oh, I know where this is going. You know where this is going. Because I was at that show. Because I was at that show, too. Obviously, because I just said so. It was Q102's first annual and only carload show. Carload concert. As many people as you can get into a car. You can get, Just like uh, going to a, a drive-in movie. It's like $10. Yeah, it was $10 a ticket. Especially if you had your cue cards. You had your cue cards. Was it $10 and two cents? Yeah, something. something Well, I mean, they didn't really take the two cents, but it was $10. Yes. $10. And you got to see the church, Peter Murphy, and Tom Verlaine of television. Television. I knew it. I was right. You were right. Well, good for you. Everybody should have been right. Because there's, I mean, there's the big five out of that CBGBs. I mean, really. Yeah. You know, the dictators probably to a lesser extent. Richard Hell to a lesser extent. But Richard Di- Hell has the... Dictators deserve respect. First punk rock band out of New York to put an album out. So. Sorry. <laughs> Bogging down. Go back to your television. No, that's fine. That's fine. Sorry. Just Tom Verlaine, I mean, though, solo, right? It was just, yeah, it was just yeah. Tom Verlaine solo. Okay. And I remember so little of it because I didn't, I, I I didn't it. figure it out until... I, think I, I bought the MC5 kick out the jams at Good Records <laughs> along with Marquee Moon. Ah, that was a good day. I was like two two yeah, records right. by two bands that I've never listened to that I'm supposed to and fell in love with both 
in seconds. That's like a 95 I bought London Calling and Raw Power on the same day. There you go. Yeah, the same, man, that's same a weird exact day. Kind of day. A, that that's great, a weird that was a day, day, man. Changed my, changed my life. It's a good day. I'll tell you what. It's a weird yeah. day. I mean, because can you imagine that? 95 buying Raw Power and London Calling on, London the, same calling on the same day? And that's Ice Cubes of Pimp was on, up on the blimp there. So, so. Good deal. <laughs> I like it, but yeah, I was uh, absolutely sold. Because, but then I didn't even realize until I opened up the television book and I was looking through it. And I was like, "Yeah, that pimply face guy looks familiar." And then it was like, "Oh, Tom Verlaine!" I saw that guy. I saw that guy. With, yeah. I was like, "Holy crap! That's that's I'm crazy!" Sure if I saw the opening part of that, but yeah, you know, yeah, we were like third row or something so, like that. Yeah, hey, yeah. give me and all Peter, the and Peter Murphy. Peter Murphy was unbelievable. <laughs> Holy jeez! And I didn't know. I knew virtually nothing about that guy. Oh, until my God. Time. He should be yeah. going in this year. Should be. We may talk about that. Uh, Who knows? There's, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, off of the album, Mar- Marquee Moon. This is this is the one. I'm not going to play Marquee Moon because it's, like, <laughs> three days long. It would see be. Real? It would be evident. <laughs> so, we're going to, yes, we're going to see No Evil. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and this will convince you that they are Hall of Fame worthy. Television, right here on the Synaptic Radio.
Latino evil off of Marquee Moon from television, convincing you that television needs to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I hope you've enjoyed this first part of a two-part Hall of Fame special I've done with our good friends Joey Haney of Rock Strikes 10 and Chris Logan, who is uh, just a friend of all of us. He's a friend to music. We'll just say that. He's uh, a you utility can podcaster. He is. He is. One day maybe he'll have his own. Who knows? You can join me out in the cyber world at The Synaptic on Facebook, at The Synaptic on Twitter, uh, at The Synaptic Empire on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at thesynaptic.com where I will occasionally, and I do mean occasionally, blog. And you can also email me at thesynaptic1 at gmail.com where, you know, I would love to hear your feedback. And you can also go to iTunes and uh, give a five-star rating. Because this is a five-star show if there's ever been a five-star show. Joey, you think this is a five-star show? Absolutely, but only if you'll change your ELO vote. Absolutely. I guess we're going to stick with what it is. <laughs> All right. We will, we're going to take a quick pause and record, record the second episode. And uh, we will see you very soon.